0: On to rep number two, and what we're going to do now is we're going to build the skill of reading biblical prose, discourse, laws, <laughs> letters, and some wisdom um, by simply reading either a chapter or a passage out of different parts of discourse in the Bible. And we're now we're just going to go through the uh, reps and going through the system of the skill. So recognize, understand, shape, and sift. So I, I, I have already done the hard part of recognizing it. I've already just pulled it out, and then every now and then I'm going to give some of context. Uh, for the different passages, um, but we've recognized it already just by pulling it out. So now our, it's our, what we have to do is understand it, uh, work through understanding the different passages, work through seeing how this would shape the original audience's view of God. And then we're going to sift through what's described to figure out what's uh, prescribed. So that being said, a little bit of uh, background with this one, not you really don't need a whole lot, but let me see what I have. Yeah, uh, Philemon in the book of Philemon, Onesimus was a runaway slave who got saved in Rome. So he ran away from his master, bump you, um, uh, Philemon. I'm gonna go do my own thing, but then he meets Jesus and gets saved, and he starts working with Paul. But while he's working with Paul, he's got to go back to Colossae, and guess who's in Colossae? Philemon. And so Paul has to write a letter to Philemon and be like, hey, I know Onesimus is one of the best slave, best servant, but take, bring him on back. And so that's just a little bit of background knowledge. Most of the time, I'm trying not to give too much because many times you can just get all that from the letter itself. Um, and so I just want to give just a little bit. I probably gave too much, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready, agent, <laughs> uh, go ahead and read. Then we're going to work through the skill.
1: Okay. All right. And so we're reading the book of Philemon, mm-hmm. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker, also to Aphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in your home. Grace and peace to you from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Quick point. Um as you're reading it, it might just be helpful. If you see a connector word, just go ahead and underline it. Like if you see it, that'll just help you. When you're going back through everything, okay. you know automatically where you need to go back to. So go ahead.
1: Okay. I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers, because I hear about your love for all his holy people and your faith in the Lord Jesus. I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. Therefore, although in Christ I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do, yet I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. It is as none other than Paul an old man and now also a prisoner of Christ Jesus that i appeal to you for my son onesimus who became who became my son while i was in chains formerly he was useless to you but now he has become useful both to you and me i am sending him who is my very heart back to you i would have liked to keep him with me so that he could take your place in helping me while i'm in chains for the gospel But I did not want to do anything without your consent so that any favor you do would not seem forced but would be voluntary. Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a fellow man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me a partner, And one thing more, prepare a guest room for me because I hope to be restored to you in answer to your prayers. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you greetings. And so do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit.
0: So, round of applause, everybody, for Adrian. Absolutely. I mean, slaying all of those names <laughs> um, that I would have been like, uh, skip name, um, insert name here. <laughs> um, too cool. All right. So let's go through work, working through the skill.
1: Okay. So right now we're looking at who is the author, and the author is Paul. Mm-hmm. And his audience, <clears throat> I mean, overall is, uh, well, directly is Philemon, mm-hmm. uh, Aphia, Archippus, and the whole church at Philemon's home.
0: Mm. Really um, good, really good that you said that. That it was most directly it was to Philemon, mm-hmm. but it was really he had everybody else in in purview,
1: yes. as
0: well. So really good observation.
1: Yeah, and I and that probably would be because people had some kind of relationship with Onesimus, like great point, so great that point. it wouldn't just be on Philemon to treat him with. Respect as a brother And not a slave But everybody else Who may have known him As a slave Would no longer Treat him Mm -hmm. In any way That could be Less than a In any way That could be Less than you would Treat a brother
0: But also he left Yeah One has to wonder Why did he leave Mm -hmm. And what if he left On bad terms For bad reasons And now he's like Don't hold A grudge against him Yeah As he's coming back
1: Yeah Yeah That's good Um, So then we had some, if applicable. What was the point being made before the logical connector words? And so, is this with uh, the passage in general or different places where connector words were?
0: Um, I would just go to wherever I saw a connector word. Um, at least specifically, maybe the first one you saw. I see a connector word. What was it? Before, what was going on before that? Um, And just start from right there. So like uh, verse number eight, where we see that therefore, Mm -hmm. what was happening before that therefore? Okay. And you can reread if you need to,
1: um,
0: just get a little bit more clarity.
1: Um, It looks like in that passage, verses four through seven, that Paul is just kind of uh, laying out what his relationship in. Uh, the relationship with Philemon and the church has been Mm -hmm. and talking about the ways in which it has refreshed him and, and maybe even uh, caused them to be more effective in their faith.
0: Yes. And so therefore, and
1: so therefore he is, he, he's moving from, let me, you know, explain what's been going on in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And now let me, come to you telling you how I could appeal to you. Mm -hmm. Like he's basically saying I could give this as a command. I could give this as a direct, firm instruction. Mm -hmm. But instead, I'm choosing to come from a place of love, Mm -hmm. which the language seems very strong. But I guess if you understand, Paul is like the father of what has been birthed here. Mm -hmm. You understand why he's talking in this way because of the... The level of respect and honor that I think that these people had for him, almost like um, a father to a child. Like I could, yeah.
0: as a father, I could say this. Yes, mm-hmm. he even says "old man" in there, but yes. he kind of pulls back and is like, "But I don't have to command something of my son. Mm-hmm. I can just
1: ask. I could just ask um, from a place of love." So it goes from explaining where we are in our relationship, explaining how I could approach y'all, and then coming to this place of, "But this is how I'm going to choose to approach." approach uh, the matter that is about to come up Which mm-hmm. is What's going on with Anesimus. Mm-hmm. Um
0: So I would say verse 17 Okay Was another logical Phrase as well Okay So if you consider me a partner um, And to me that links back to the first few verses mm-hmm. Because we've got all of this rapport together mm-hmm. So if we All of this means something to you welcome him as you would welcome me.
1: Yeah.
0: That's just, um, that's just one more that I would consider. Yeah. And so as you did all that, it sounds like you kind of summarized the discourse, but if you were to summarize it maybe a little bit more succinctly, what would you say after you read this discourse? How would you summarize it?
1: I would say that what we're looking at is a letter to, um, a slave master or a slave owner. Mm -hmm. Um, And a group of people who are in relationship with the slave owner as brothers and sisters welcoming back some Onesimus who Mm -hmm. was formerly a slave, but not receiving him the way that he left. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this letter, Paul appeals to the relationship that they have developed, like you said, rapport that they have developed. And um, just hoping and believing that they will respond from a place of love. Mm-hmm. So, Welcome yeah.
0: back in. So good stuff. All right. So um, now how would this information have shaped the audience's view of God? So now put yourself in Philemon's shoes and the church's shoes at his house. How would this letter shape their view of God?
1: Um I would say that this would probably It would probably cause them to rethink the way they think about slaves. At the time, mm-hmm. uh, if a slave was to be someone, if if society in general like considered slaves to be somebody that is like, as far as the population goes, the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. That when they are a brother in Christ, it doesn't matter if you are slave or free. Mm-hmm. We are all the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to treat each other with dignity and respect. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they would look at, at God as like, Oh, he's not like this taskmaster. And even though we've seen terms of like slave, in the Bible, mm-hmm. as far as being slaves to Christ is not just about like, do what I say, do mm-hmm. when I say do, do it. Mm-hmm. He's really trying to receive us into a family. Yeah, and that's the that's approach that Paul took as far as receive him as your family. Mm-hmm no matter what his position or role was when he was there, receive him as your family because mm-hmm. he's a brother in the faith.
0: Mm-hmm. So if I were to summarize that, go ahead. Was you about to say
2: something? Yeah, I was going to add, um, Like I think it could have initially been, depending on where their mindsets were, could have been hard for them to receive this because Philemon was a, he was a Roman. And so what he could have done with, um, with the slave, I mean, he could have done a lot of things to him because his slave ran away. Like, yeah. that was like, like, he could have had, had him killed or whatever. Yeah. But Paul is like, no, you don't need to do what you have been accustomed to doing like in this culture. Yes. You, you could treat your slave, your runaway slave real bad. You could put him in prison, all that, but it's like, no, I want you to receive him as a brother in his equal playing field. Like it's, it's, he's not just a slave anymore. He is your brother. And that could have been like disrupting all type of thoughts that he, that he had. Yeah. Yeah. The social norms is like, well, this is the way of Christ. It's not the way of this world and the culture that you are in, but let's think of it, um, let's let's think higher. Let's think kingdom. That's and good. so that could have been a, a hard word to receive. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, you want me to receive my slave back as my brother now? Yes. Um, that could have been hard. I just yeah. thought about it.
0: Yeah, so I would summarize what both of you all said. Shaping the view of God, maybe two ways. God, God takes people back we were the lowest of the low. And so if he took us and we should take Philemon back and that God is no respecter of person, yeah, just, just because you are a slave, God cares about Onesimus. Therefore I should care about Onesimus mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And
1: any other person that is considered a slave. Great point. Mm-hmm. And so it probably reshaped if they were listening and their hearts were you know, mm-hmm. soft to hear what was being said. It probably caused them to reshape how they viewed anybody else who was a slave. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yep. I, I would think mm-hmm. would have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I said, we don't know why Philemon ran away. What if it was he was the worst of slaves?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And if the, if you have to now treat the worst of slaves great, what do you, what does that say about all the other yeah. slaves? Mm-hmm. So, and I thought
1: problem. it was also great that he said that. Um, that I'm trying to find the verse, but it was basically where Paul was saying that he was he's good for me and he's good for Mm y'all. Like, what if it was that... uh, Where is it?
0: I know you called him useless at one point. He did. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Verse 11.
0: (laughs) Normally, he was useless to you. He was a brick. Yeah, but now he
1: became... Useful. (laughs) Yes, 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 right there. Mm -hmm. But now he has become both... But now he has become useful both to you and to me. And so now, also, that... What am I trying to say? Basically, he's not the same person. Great point. Yep. That he was before he left. Great point. And anybody who comes under Christ, like they're not that the they're not the person. same person. Man, that's good. And they become much more useful to us, and we need to treat them like they're useful. A not new like person. The, yeah. Like yeah. not the brick that you were before. <laughs> and we're not gonna keep talking about how you were a brick before, yep, Philemon. Yep, I mean yep. uh, Onesimus. uh We're, we're not gonna keep nothing. doing that.
0: <laughs> that's good. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to sift through all that was described.
1: I want to say this too. Now, I thought this was funny that Paul called himself an old man. uh, Because he was talking, at first, I'm like, why is he so rough? Like, (laughs) listen, I could tell (laughs) y'all. Basically, tell y'all what to do. But since. But I'm like, now this is, he's an old man. Makes
0: sense. I'm so so glad you said (laughs) Because it gives context. Yes. I, Paul, am writing this in my own hand. I will pay it back. Not to mention that you owe me your very self. And that sounds like
2: an old man. (laughs) You owe
1: me. You owe me. You (laughs) you owe owe me your life. I
0: I bought you into this world and I'll take you out. (laughs) Yep, that that's sounds funny. just like an old man. Bought yeah. y'all
1: dinner and bought y'all food, I raised y'all. Like, he sounds like an old man, yeah. an yeah. old spiritual father. Yep, that's
0: good. That's <laughs> funny. Um, and so, all right, sift through all that that was described, so everything you just described earlier, those, can you find anything that's prescribed for you right now?
1: Um, I think it was basically uh, kind of synonymous with what, how it shaped the audience's view of God, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that we should receive people... Uh, we should receive people in meekness and in love, no matter what they were a slave to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Phile- Philemon was—I mean, not Philemon, but Onesimus was a slave. He came back a new man, mm-hmm. and there was, you know, great use for him. Before there was, there was no use for him because he was doing what he, I guess, what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He left, and so even though uh, I think what that's what's being described As this case for him. But what I could take away as far as a prescription is that, um, like I said, just if a person was a slave to something else and they were working in works of darkness, which was not useful to the kingdom of light, when they decide, you know, I'm going to follow Jesus, I'm going to live the way that is prescribed in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Now I receive you just as Mm -hmm. Paul appeals to this Mm -hmm. church to receive Mm -hmm. it through love as one who is a brother, as one who can help us in the mm-hmm. faith, as one who has something to add to you know, the pushing forward of the, the kingdom. kingdom.
2: Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah.
1: Anything you want to add? Um,
2: I- yeah, I just think we, just to add to that, that we shouldn't look at somebody just because if they are in a lower economical you know, status, that, um, that you're beneath me. Yeah. Like we, We're all the same in Christ, and the Lord loves us all the same. And I'm to give that same love out, no matter what they look like, no matter what they have done in the past or are doing now. um, I'm still to love them. And then another part, I love how Paul, um, in verse 17, like, so if you consider me a partner, um, like he brought partnership up in verse six and then brings it back up in verse 17. Um, And so that's something I think we can take away from this, um, To basically, we are in, we are working together um, and we are partners in Christ. But um, also, verse 18 if he has uh, done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. Mm. So he's basically displaying the gospel like this is what Christ did. Yeah. Um, And I am doing this as well. So, what if he has wronged you in any way, put it on me and I'll pay for it. And I think we can take. From that, like okay we are we are to do the same, love mm-hmm. covers um yeah, and so good. Lord, help, help me to live this way if if i let me be um stand in the gap for my brother and my sister, mm-hmm. um let me be the mediator between two people um and bring reconciliation because that's basically what Paul did. he yep. reconciled yep. this uh slave owner back to his former slave. And let's do it in love. And yeah. let me practically do this. Let me uh, stand in the middle and, and, and make peace, be a peacemaker. Um, so I just took that, okay, let me do the same thing. Um, it doesn't have to be with slaves, yeah. you know, necessarily today. <laughs> but let me do it with two people whose relationship has been destroyed for whatever reason. reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let let me bring, um, let me be the peacemaker in this situation. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Oh.
1: I want to add to that when you're reading script when you're reading like these um the letters or whatever how when you're reading something here but you can really make references cuz you said something about um where he said uh charge it to me mm-hmm. and so it mm-hmm. made me think about in other letters that I've read where um he's also talking about making allowances mm-hmm. for each other mm-hmm. and so that's like I already put you know, amount out here mm-hmm. that is gonna cover any friction or things that we may go through mm-hmm. or have against each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the allowances that I'm making. Mm-hmm. And so just when you're reading like one letter prose discourse, how you can connect it to another letter or right something. Yep. And that may be more direct, like this is getting the whole overall what's what's the question you asked? This is getting the overall
0: the last one was uh, sift through what's described yes. to figure out what's prescribed.
1: Okay, the summary, the what you're saying. A so we're getting summary. the summary out of this, but we can take parts of the summary and see where it's more direct, like, okay, make this allowance for your mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. 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 Now,
0: yeah, that's yeah. the prescription from Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you see what Paul did and to, in Philemon's life. So now I got prescribed. I need to make an allowance for my brother. I need to fight. I need to take extreme ownership for situations that I'm not even directly responsible for, for the sake of the gospel, yeah. for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. I take extreme ownership over this situation because what will be produced afterwards is greater than what will be what we have right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And so that's the prescription I'm I'm receiving from yeah. all of this.
1: Mm-hmm. And I want to add too, because you said something, or I just want to. Uh, further further uh, Expand mm-hmm. I guess What you were saying about uh, Like let's say For example You're looking at somebody With who's low, low Social economic And mm-hmm. To To put anybody In that box Because mm-hmm. my My uh, My friction could come With somebody from a different culture mm-hmm. Like let's say I knew you were from a pagan culture And you served all kinds of Great guys Or my point. thing could be against Wealthy people Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like wealthy Form people, a homosexual,
0: out, like people who come out homosexual, like, like they really have struggle. And mm-hmm. I'm just that's just another category of people. It's mm-hmm. just like Christians can be like, Ugh, "You used to do mm-hmm. blank."
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So any group of people, and and I think we may have different groups of people that we put in those categories. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so just to, to be aware, because some of us may be like, well, I relate to the slave more. yeah, mm-hmm. And so because I relate to the slave more, it's easy for me to be a brother to a former Great slave. Point. Point. But it may not be easy for me to be a brother to somebody who has always appeared to be free. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: good. That's good. Uh, it was really good. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. We're ending this discussion. Uh, but it's just amazing how much <laughs> it was in that one little chapter. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Okay. We are on to rep number three.